This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. And now we have a treat for sports fans everywhere. It's really important that professional athletes learn what uh, to say and how to deliver their message. You've got a great first half. Make sure you keep the ball doing the work. We're still looking to get it in the wide areas. First of all, it's the correct stadium design, but also the correct pitch construction. And that clash, that rivalry comes together with that traditional white blocked against that more modern contemporary neon color. All these events live on the programme. We'll continue to do our best to cover sport in the way that you like, backed up by our highly professional team. Grandstand starts now on BFM 89.9. Hello and welcome to another episode of Grandstand with me, Ross. You must be sick of my voice by now. Tough. You got me for another hour. <laughs> in, in the studio with me, we have a gold medalist, ladies and gentlemen, a proper athlete. Welcome to the show, Farah Ann. Thank you so much for having me. Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Farah, now, um, um, let, let me tell you a list of achievements. Uh, gold medalist at the SEA Games 2017-2015. Silver medalist, SEA Games 2015-2011. Bronze medalist, Sea Games 2015. Bronze medalist, Artistic Celtic Cup. Uh, Commonwealth Invitational Games 2014. The list goes on. Um, uh, yeah, welcome to the show. You're like the first proper athlete we've had on the show, not to insult any of my other guests that have been on. Um, but yeah, how are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here today with you. So what's going on in your life then, Farah Ann? You're, you're, you're what? You're 24 now? Yes, I'm 24. God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I mean right now, because I finished my studies, I finished last year, uh, studying in Monash. Right now I'm just training. So I have double sessions training three days a week. Um, one session training six days a week. So I have training six days a week. Rest on Sundays, which is my sleep day, and that's my schedule. Weight recovery, and also, yeah, I'm <laughs> just like thinking about what I do now and sleep <laughs> and eat. So I mean, okay, the the the, the the last competition you were involved in was was the Sea Games last uh, year. The Commonwealth Games. Commonwealth Games. Yeah. Which you won. Um no, uh, unfortunately, I uh, qualified for finals. But uh, we haven't actually had a women's medal yet. So my target was actually to qualify for finals and I did. So I was pretty uh, happy with that. Yep. So explain to us that the life of a 24-year-old gymnast. What, what's your, how, how's your normal day? What, what time do you wake up? Okay, so right now... Um, so I'll give you... Mon- okay, I'll give you Monday. <laughs> I'll give you Monday. So for today, so for no, no Monday blues though. This, no, this is a cheerful Monday, yeah. It's just Monday. Okay, <laughs> it's just a Monday. Um, so I have, so I get up about seven forty-five. I have, uh, then I eat breakfast and I leave for training about eight fifteen. I get to training about nine. I have training session until um, ten thirty. Then I have physio. Uh, sometimes I do have physio. I have a few injuries that I need to be tackled. So physio is about 11 until 12. I have lunch at 12 um, until about 12.30. Then I have a short nap from 1 to 2. Then my training session starts at 3 until 7. And then I have recovery from 7.30 till 8. And then I go home, eat, and then I watch TV and sleep. Which would be about what? 10, 11, yeah, something 10, 30, like that. Yeah, 11, yeah. Because then I have to get up the next now, day. That's a pretty tiring Monday, yeah, isn't it? It's, I mean, it's actually a lot better than my... So my old schedule 
when um, when I was in school in in high school was training at seven to eight thirty a.m. class from nine thirty to two thirty. Uh, training from three to seven, class from eight thirty to ten, and every single day in uni it was the same. That kind of schedule plus assignments at night. So it's a bit better now. No, okay. <laughs> and, and obvious question is what you, you you're training for. I mean, yeah. you you look full of zest and life, and <laughs> and but do do you feel you're missing out on a lot of stuff by 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 making sure you're in bed at a certain time, waking mm-hmm. up, and all that training and all that. Or is this what you want to do? Are you really happy with the way things are? Yeah, I am. I mean, I cannot picture my life any other way. And to me, uh, yeah, I mean, probably other people at 24 like out late at night and hanging out with friends. I mean, I do have It's those overrated, times. trust me. <laughs> I do have those times maybe. Uh, I Some of my uni friends and some of my friends, they do come over to my place. And we do have like a game night or we have dinner. We go out for dinner. And but in the end, I wouldn't substitute it because I get to travel the world. I get to compete from Absolutely. the country, and I get to like sing the Nagaraku, um, like out in the world, and be proud of that. And so for me, I get best of both worlds. I feel just because I have really great friends, and I have—I mean, my teammates are my friends. So technically, I see my friends every single day. Brilliant. Of my life. I mean, <laughs> such a sensible head on twenty-four-year-old shoulders yeah. is amazing. Um, okay, it says on your bio that you started gymnastics at the age of three, which I was reading this and thinking, okay, you must have been cartwheeling at 11 months. <laughs> no, the story, the backstory to that, my mom would... <sighs> okay, I'll tell you the backstory to why I started so early. Well, both my parents are really sporty, so my mom did a lot of uh, sports, she did athletics, she did a bit of gym and... And football, my dad was a footballer when he was younger And it was just really, we were really kind of an elected family And actually I was um, a tantrum child So I was really hyperactive But also I threw, threw tantrums quite a bit Really? Yes, you, what, bad li- really, Literally really throw bad. your toys out no, of the pram No, it was stuff. screaming, it was screaming and yelling And um, and so I was really hyperactive also Because I would go on the monkey bars And me and my older sister would go on the monkey bars And start like swinging and like turning And my mom's like Oh, um, why don't we start a gym? And one of my mom's friends said Oh, there's a gym in Shah Alam mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay we start- I started when I was three My sis- older sister started when I was five And I just got hooked And I started competing when I was already six years old And seven, I was already in like MSSM Started training with the national team when I was eight So it was just And I just wanted more No, hang, hang on <laughs> So, so what, when, when you started, I mean how long before you got recognised Someone came along and said Hang on Seven What? They, they came to your mum and said No, no, no uh, We had a competition And so at the competition Is where uh, basically all the states So it's called uh, MSSM So okay. it's Majlis Sukan Sekolah Malaysia So they have um, a competition for every state So everyone So I was competing for Selangor So and at that time they, Majlis Sukan Negara They had people who come down to see Because they scout talents And so the gymnastics scout was She was like Oh She was talking to me Talking to my parents said, Oh do you want to come And Because they had like A judging course That they needed like Small kids mm. So I said like, Oh do you want to come Try out So my parents were like Oh okay So I did And they said Oh do you want to stay And train here I was like Okay <laughs> Because for me I still got, got to train Even though I like Switched gyms I was like Okay And I just From 8 years old Was Training at the national team where I train now. And and your your first competition was when you were how old? Um, so six years old was when I was in Slango itself. They had an inter competition. Mm-hmm. Seven was when I represented Slango. Wow! And how how do you, what do you remember the nerves? Yeah, I remember that competition really. I even remember the leotard I was wearing. I was wearing a 
a snakeskin leotard with short sleeve. And I remember very distinctly because KL was wearing the same leotard but long sleeve. Ah. And I remember I was very... I was... I still am very competitive. I told my older sister because she was in the team. She said, we have to beat like KL because, you know, they're wearing the same leotard so we have to prove that we're better than them. So did you beat them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Short sleeve leotard wins. Yeah. And it was, uh, yeah. Because I started competing for Malaysia when I was 11. That was when my first comp was for Malaysia in Singapore. My mom was there. My, my family will always go to all my competitions. And now I'm older because they're overseas, so they try to go. So even Asian games, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to be there. Brilliant. Yeah. And, and and that helps a lot to know yeah. that your family, right? It does. Um, it does because I know my family's in the stands. But right, right now, I know that wherever I am, my family is always supporting me. So sometimes like they wanted to go to, for the Commonwealth Games in Australia, but they couldn't because the tickets were sold out. Even my sister who was studying in Australia wow. could not get tickets. It was no. just gymnastics was the first spot to sell. So they out. all just saw you on telly. Yeah. How boring. Yeah, but because <laughs> they really couldn't get the tickets, and my mom said, "Oh, we'll just fly there and hope for tickets." I told my mom, "Well, what if you fly all the way there? You spend like ten thousand because it's very expensive. And yeah, hotels yeah, go yeah, up yeah. like crazy. So you'll spend about twenty thousand ringgit and maybe even not even get to see us." So I told my mom it's okay. I know that you will always be supporting me. Because my mom will stay up till like 3, 4 a.m. Because the comma game in Glasgow was 3 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, and yeah. I know that she was up because she was like... And Commonwealth Games in Glasgow, there wasn't a live telly. So she could only get the scores. And she, she didn't know oh, what I was no. doing. So she was like panicking. So how, <laughs> how, did, how did you find Scotland? Did you like it? Oh, I love Scotland. Because Scotland was a 2014. Oh, it was one of the best games that I've had. Because... In Malaysia, gymnastics, um, I mean, we do have supporters that come. But the SEA Games was amazing. Mm-hmm. But other than that, we don't really have that many supporters because, I mean, gym isn't that big of a sport here. So Glasgow was the first competition that it was three tiers of... Uh, the stands were three tiers and it was full to the brink, even for qualifications. And the supporters would support everyone. It didn't matter if you were from Scotland so, okay, or England. Okay, now, now what you just described yeah. there, h- how does that make you feel? Does that... Bring on the nerves more, or do you feel more determined to? Does me, it? Do you feel the adrenaline to go out there? Yeah, I felt the adrenaline. For example, because it was so, it was so hyped up. So even before we were walking, because uh, even this, it was the same for the Australia one and the class one. So the recently, so there was a countdown and you walk out. But because last was the first time that I experienced it, so they were counting like ten, nine, up to one, and I walked out and I just looked at the stands. And I couldn't believe my eyes that there were so many people and everyone was cheering and it was just so overwhelming to see such support. And then there was a Malaysian flag there. Alright. Yeah, and I was like, because you know Malaysian flags, I mean like we yeah. always spot them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, a Malaysian And then I was like, okay, who's here? <laughs> I, mean, I know my parents aren't here. So, and then, yeah, so there were a few Malaysians that had come to watch us and it was really amazing. So, do you want every competition to, to be like that? Full to the brim and it's nice because it's it's nice to have people kind of recognize sport and come and enjoy it. And it's not even just for us, it's for people to like support their own country and yeah. it's just nice for people to enjoy sports the way that I love sports and to people to see that and love it as much as I do. And I mean you can't always have that because now I mean with telly and there's like live broadcast, but it is nice to have people there. And to support you And it was just But sometimes you know You can't have that yep. And in the end like For us especially We need to go out there And compete If there's one person there If there's nobody there You still kind of You just need to go out there And still do your best Brilliant um, 
Okay, you, you've got an older sister who was synchronized swimmer, I understand. Yes. Yep. You've also got a younger sister. Um, so your dad's seriously outnumbered at home, yeah? yeah. Outvoted <laughs> on, on all counts forever. <laughs> so yeah, so there's four, four girls at home. And, and my dad's a bit... Uh, but I mean, I think my dad's still fine. Just because... <laughs> just because... I mean, for the first half of our lives, me and my older sister, we weren't living at home because we were in boarding school. Mm -hmm. So he kind of only needed a handle too. <laughs> and right now, my sister's overseas. So, I mean, I think we're pretty okay. We're pretty good. We're pretty good girls. We listen to our dad. <laughs> and and, and little, little sis, she's at uni now. Yeah, she's at Sunway Uni now. She just continued her degree. So, um... She, she. You give all this advice and don't do this, do that. And no, not really. I think, I think we've we've grown up pretty, and my parents have thought as well to know like what's right and what's wrong, and we don't like tell her it's like oh you know you can't do this, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like okay, you know what's right and what's wrong, and you know how to take care of yourself. So kind of just keep that in mind. Well, look, if she's half as sensible as you, she'll be fine, yeah. I think. Right? I think I, it's it's really different because her life is a lot different than ours mm -hmm. like my older sister I mean my older sister now is not training so she's she has like her own life and she's I'm like a proper like, student and yeah, stuff right yeah she's a proper student and stuff and my little sister I think she just got into uni but I think she's enjoying it a lot and I said I don't it's funny because she has a lot of to study. And mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, at least you don't need to train six hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you love it. You always yeah, do it. The smile on your face. Yeah. All right, we're going for our first break. When we come back, we're gonna find out what Farah's like. She does lots of commercial work, earns <laughs> millions. I do not. <laughs> I'll tell you more next. <laughs> more grandstand coming right up on BFN eighty nine point nine. A view of sports from every angle. This is Grandstand. Hey, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, it's another episode of Grandstand. This week, we're, we're, we're talking to our, our favourite gymnast, Farah Ann, and she's brought with her her manager, Kubrina Das. Hello, Cabrina. Um, so, so go on. And Farah's not listening. Tell us what she's really like. She really she's uh, trouble every day. Yeah, I what knew it. She's one of these like I, I want everything. Throws yeah. her toys out the pram and stuff. Right? Trim trail. Yeah. I, I. She, they're both <laughs> laughing. I mean, Farah and must be the nicest client to work she with. Is. She is. She definitely is. So okay. Um. What what kind of work you, you you're her manager, her commercial manager. What 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 kind of work are you overseeing for for Young Farah? Uh, basically a lot of campaign stuff. She's brand ambassadors for a few brands. Like what? Say, say. Fujifilm. All right. Uh, Gillette Venus. Nice. Uh, she's with Nike as well. Do you get free gear. Yes, yes I do. Nice. Uh, uh, can you get me a size eight? Football boots, like the new uh, ones. Well, you gotta be really nice, and we'll talk about it. <laughs> okay, weird. <laughs> Please come back to the next episode. As well. So, so sorry. You, so you, you you were saying? Um, I mean, is there a lot of demand for Farah? She is. Every day no. we get emails asking for Farah to do like a lot of campaigns, our commercials, social media postings, a lot. So we gotta wet through everything. So okay, going back to Farah now. I mean. <laughs> Do you enjoy this side of things, your 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 commercial side? I do, I do. Um, 
I've been actually in a few commercials ever since I was young, so it did come a bit more natural to me. Because um, I was actually, um, uh, when I was younger, I had a commercial for KLCC when it just opened. All right. So, but I do really enjoy working with, especially like Fujifilm and Gillette and Nike. They're such great brands, and working with them, it's been such a pleasure because they understand my training schedule and they understand um, like the person that I am and how I act. So they incorporate that, and we, it works really well with the brand. And I'm really happy, excited to work with them. And also sometimes the things that we come up with together is really amazing. And like Nike, because it's a uh, it's a sport gear, so I remember. Actually, watching like football, football Malaysia is mm-hmm. sponsored by yep. Nike, right? Yep. And I was just yep. thinking, oh, like it's so cool that they get all this gear, and I can't imagine ten years later that I'm one of their athletes. Brilliant! And to be able to say like, oh yeah, I'm a Nike athlete. I'm like up there with all these other uh, world athletes. So, so I mean, okay, your 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 other friends who aren't in this, do they all? Look at you a bit enviously and go. No, I mean, so oh, here she is with her <laughs> brand new boots and shoes. Well, I try. Um, what I try to do is try to get them stuff as well. Oh, so, yeah. uh, so we get. Yeah, mine's an eight, right? Remember. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I have really amazing uh, teammates and friends because um, I think we all support each other a lot. So even for me, if my friends get. Uh, sponsored by brands I feel truly happy for them Because mm. I know That they've deserved it Because we've all Worked really hard And and It's like You don't understand uh, The the bond that we have as uh, In training For example My teammates are like My family And, and competition And training And all this kind of stuff It I really really need them And and it's I'm so happy for them if they get everything. Brilliant! No, I mean yeah. That, that, yeah. I mean <laughs> you, you're you're also captain of the side, so you have responsibility, don't you? I mean, well, we don't have captains. I, people always actually <laughs> say that um, like we have captains, but in our team, we don't really have a captain. We just kind of. But you're the go-to girl, aren't you? No, I, no, <laughs> because senior. I, I guess no. This, this because I'm one of the older uh, okay. older one. We only have um, Tracy Ang is the oldest in the team, so she's 25. So. Right. Her and me and so we have Inyue. Mm-hmm. So she's um she's twenty three. No, sorry, she's twenty two. Sorry, we, a child. Yeah, but because we are one of the older ones, so like the junior, they're not juniors, they're seniors, but they're slightly younger than us, like the twenty nineteen and eighteen. So they do come to us to ask about competition because we've been to most competitions. So they asked us, so how is the competition like? How do we deal with it? So we kind of just give advice mm. and try to teach them so not go through the mistakes that we have. And yeah. So stuff like that. So probably that's why sometimes they think I'm the captain is because just, I'm older. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Going back to, to Cabrina, um, would you like to get Farah Ann here in, like, for example, a movie? I mean, I'm, I've been speaking to her for, for only yeah for only 15 minutes. And well, I, she can she can do it because I'm totally she, she's so natural. She's right? in front of the camera, she is natural, and it cuts a lot of time. So it saves us a lot of time <laughs> because like some of the like newer athletes, they're not exposed to this. So whenever they have their lines to read, it's a lot of retakes. With Farah, no problem. <laughs> More the better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think that I would want to be in a movie just to try it out. Because I do want to maybe try to go into acting. What, what, okay, what, what, what would be an ideal? Would it be like a female James Bond type movie? Yeah, oh. All right. <laughs> a superhero yeah, movie. A superhero yes. movie. Uh, like, not a, 
You, you just come out the ocean, right? You, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're dry pack, you pull out you know, a dressing gown yeah. or I don't know. A, I don't know. And like a carry like a dress. gun and then, you know, yeah. I'm like a superhero. I would love to. Do, I would love to have a female like hero. And you'd yeah. be so doing your own stunts, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. You don't yeah. need a stunt double for that. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Jackie Chan Jr. And, and all that. Uh, all right. If, if they're young girls listening to, to this now and, and they've obviously followed your career and, and seen that you, you you win stuff and <laughs> <laughs> I mean what kind of advice would, would you be able to give young girls I mean I think the advice that I actually give myself as well is to tell your young girls to believe in themselves because for me if you don't believe in your own dreams if you don't believe in your capabilities no one is going to believe in them for you so that's for me is a key thing that I think a lot of people forget because they want to Improve, but they may want to do it for someone else, and never do anything in your life for someone else. Because in the end, you need to make yourself happy, and don't listen to people who push you down. Because there will be a lot of people who want you to fail, who want to do better than you, and that's okay. But don't listen to them. You have your own goals, you have your own life, and never ever allow someone to say, "Oh, that's not for girls." That's brilliant stuff. <laughs> you, you, you're just too sensible, honestly. Um, okay, so how does Farah Ann relax? I bet you just play lots of heavy metal really loud and just jump yeah, around the room, yeah. right? Yep, you know. <laughs> I, read. <laughs> I read. I love reading. Really? I what, love what, what, reading what kind of stuff do you fantasy read? Fantasy books. Uh, for example, I've read all of Aragon, I've read all Harry Potter, oh, I've wow. read. Um, I haven't read a Games of Thrones. I don't know if I want to read Game of Thrones. I haven't decided because there's a lot of death and I, I'm not... Yeah. Really, yeah. But well, I, I'm not a big GOT yeah. fan either. Yeah. But yeah, so those kind of books, fantasy, dragons, and I just love the, those books. I think because they're not real life. Mm-hmm, there's a realm mm-hmm. of... You like the make-believe stuff. Yeah, the make-believe stuff. So I do love reading, listening to music. I uh, sometimes go, uh, go to the movies with friends or I have family dinner. Or I just binge watch Netflix. Yeah, that's not nothing wrong <laughs> with that. People of yeah. all ages do that. Sometimes every night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, the oh, sorry, <laughs> but the other thing that if I have time, I go to the beach. I scuba dive. Oh, wicked! Yeah, so I have an advanced uh, scuba dive license. So I Brilliant. really love scuba. Diving. It's another world down there, yes. isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, for people who've never been, you probably don't know what we're talking yeah, about. But, but go, yeah, yeah try, honestly, I, I tried it, and then you just wow, well, you're hooked. Yeah. You, you want to do it and again? And my whole family does it. Brilliant. My, my mom is the queen. Really? Yeah, she, she's been diving for 25 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, so she was the one that got us hooked. And Where, where'd you go diving? So, um, I used to go in Thailand a lot. It's just because of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I always have holidays at the end of the year. And you can't dive in Malaysia because it's monsoon season. But I would love to dive in Sipadan. Um, I dove in Raja Ampat in Indonesia. Oh, wow. Oh, it's beautiful, beautiful, right? Beautiful, because they made a, na- a national park maybe, what, 30 years ago? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so they've kept the coral and it was amazing. And But I do really want to dive in Sipadan. My mom has dove, my mom dove in Sipadan when it was in a national park. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. So she dove like every day in Sipadan. So I really want to dive in Malaysia's spot and... Yeah, so but I've been diving in Thailand and Indonesia. You, you've kind of part answered my my uh, my next question, oh. which is what, what other stuff takes your fancy? Obviously, we know diving. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, televised sport. What what do you watch? You watch football? So you, I, I have the World Cup was yes, on. Yes, yeah, I have been watching the the World Cup, uh, especially the matches that are a bit earlier. 
Of and course. Yes, of course. You have to go to bed. And yeah. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, did, I have enjoyed the World Cup a lot. I just love the World Cup because. Did, did you did you cheer for the French in the final, or what uh, were you on the Croatian side? Yeah, I was on the Croatian side. Me too. <laughs> I think I'm more of like the underdog, just because Malaysia is always seen as the underdog. So I can. I Forever. Yeah. So I associated <laughs> that with kind of Croatia because they were kind of the underdog coming in. But I'm truly happy for France because. Uh, in the end, like I know that every single player on both sides really wanted the cup and they played really, really well. But I was like, oh, Croatia. And it had so many shots. Hong Kong, it was so sad. It was so unlucky. But yeah. in the end, you know, it's a game of game and they had to side one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the fact that it comes around every four years and the whole world is glued yeah, is, yeah. Is, is amazing. I mean, even a 24-year-old gymnast gets into it. Um, all right, we're, we're going to go for another break. When, we're gonna come, when we come back, we're, we're going to find out more about Farah and her future plans, um, her husband, her kids, and, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> this is Grandstand on BFM 89.9. Sit back, talk sports, and play ball. This is Grandstand. Uh, thanks a lot for sticking with us. We've got Farah Ad and her manager in the studio with us. Uh, in the break that, that just happened, um, Cabrina was, was complaining that Farah never answers her messages. And then they were just like getting the claws out and scratching each other. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was what was happening. Yep. Yeah, yep. right. Correct. Correct. Um, so why don't you answer her messages? It's not that I don't answer her messages. It's because my my time is really packed and she needs dates and I can't give her dates because I don't know my Is she schedule. always on your case? Is that what all it is? All the time. Yeah, all the time. All the time. All the time. And I feel really bad because it's not that I don't want to give her the answers but I just, I can't right now because, you know, it's training schedule and like calm. Because you're balancing on your head or something, yeah. right? You know at the time. You feel to see the double blinking over there <laughs> oh but you know, there's no answer coming in at all. I know. And then, so she, every time she really needs answers, she calls me. She's like, Farah. Dates. I'm like, okay. Is there an emoji of a woman with her legs all tied around? <laughs> no, her there's head. a gymnastic emoji. Is that emoji? Right? Yeah, yeah, there's like, a cartwheel. Ah. <laughs> yeah, and I love the emoji. Yeah, but because I only have Sundays and I try to give her all my Sundays. Yeah, so whenever she's free, I'm taking all those dates. Yeah, so I just, I can just take the dates. And so I feel really bad. I, I know she's sitting next to you now, your manager, and, and you're probably going <laughs> to give me a really decent answer, but. Don't you wish you had more of a life of your own without her around? No, I love her. Oh my god, she's such Yay. an amazing person. Really, it's like she's. I don't even think of her as my manager. I think of her as like one of my closest friends yeah, because she, every, yeah, she is like that as yeah. well. Because it's just, it's just every time you go for a shoot or for something, we, we just end up like chatting, and and then she's always and then every time she's like, "Am I no? It's okay, it's okay." And then we're just like chatting along and like. So we have to work. Like, okay, okay. <laughs> we need to work. But she's just a lovely person. And because she, because she is, it's so easy to speak. It's to her. so sickening watching the both of you. Honestly, um, all, all right. <laughs> no, but can you imagine having like a work relationship that is so great that I, you don't I, have I'm to like? Sorry, I've never experienced sigh. that in my life ever. Sorry. <laughs> I, don't, I never ever sigh when she texts me, but I just sigh like, oh, I can give her dates. Ah, <laughs> okay. Where do you see yourself? Well, you're 24 now. What would what would Farah Ann at 29 be doing? Would you would you be like planning your wedding? I don't like people. I don't. I don't like when people ask me that question. Oh well, sorry. No, no, no one's just, listening. Just tell, whisper it. Whisper it. Down. No, it's just because I I do live my life in now. It's just because I've been a gymnast for what right now, but 21 years. 
And so my life has always been gymnastics. And at 29, I feel that I've already will be already exactly. retired. Exactly, exactly. So it's it's what scary. A young age to be retired. Yeah, it's scary. No, but it's scary to, to know that I won't be at training at this time. Yeah. Okay. Like, so yeah. so all right. Picture that you're you're, fi- <laughs> you're financially secure. You, I hope I'm personally yeah, scared. Yeah, no, you I've will. been trying to make decisions. <laughs> make if you're not, we're going to have a word with your manager. Yeah. Saying, I'll get you more deals. I mean, I mean, are there parts of the world you want to travel? And oh yeah. So I mean, pushing aside a job and whatnot, I do want to do um, a Southeast Asia trip, um, a backpacking, and then I do want to do a Europe trip. I, a friend of mine, we want to do. Um, the seven wonders of the world oh, So I've wow. seen the Taj Mahal already And yeah. Niagara Falls So I mean there's a lot of seven wonders of the world They have the new one, the old one We want to do the older one so I think the Manchester United Stadium is one I have uh, seen oh. <laughs> Manchester United yeah. and Manchester City Oh no that, that one that, Yeah I know but I've seen both stadiums Yeah so, it's okay the other one's not important The other one's blue <laughs> it's, yeah. No but those are stadiums Those are man-made I don't want to see the man-made ones oh, okay. I mean I, I, technically like Great Wall of China is man-made yeah, But yeah, the yeah. older ones Yeah so I do want to do that So I do want to do a so Probably you, you, a year of travelling You've first. got that in you That yes. travel bug and Yeah, just It comes from my mom as well My mom is such a backpacker My mom is such a traveller So we've always My whole family's travelled with my mom So we're the kind of people is, We just need a room that's clean And a mm. clean toilet And we're off My mom sometimes Doesn't even book a hotel We just leave <laughs> And then we get there And it's like Okay, we need to find a hotel now We need to somewhere to sleep I, I really pity your dad sometimes I, Just listening no, to these stories No, but He's just driving. He's like <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I can tell you so many family trips where it's been just such a blast, and I think I think that's why I have the travel bug because my mom and mm. my mom has been to everywhere in Southeast Asia mm. twice, three times. She she sometimes because my mom is a lecturer, so she does get the school holidays off. Yeah, and now since we're older, she's just okay. I know none of you are free because you have training, so she just goes off with her. Colleagues for a holiday okay. Oh she brings my dad My dad now can follow her Alright So they went to Turkey I think two years nice. Ago for like a honeymoon And my mom and dad Were like yes Don't need to bring the kids <laughs> That's That's just No I mean That that would be a dream Right yeah. um, Okay um, Is there I mean Would you want to give back To sport In in, oh, in yes. later life yes. Right I mean Okay we, we, We're thinking 29 year old Farah here I do want to um, open up an institute um, for, of gymnastics. So have probably my own club and have coaches under under me and kind of have little gymnasts and big gymnasts. I do want to give back to gymnastics because I do want to grow it in Malaysia because it's given so much to me that I want other kids to experience that. and other So kids how to. would you do that? So I would have a club of my own. So I would have other gymnasts that uh, I can coach and have other coaches coach them and have like a program. And even if they don't want to be professional. and foundation. Kind yeah, of kind of something like that for sports and have maybe workshops for kids. Because I do... I have a lot of what I have now and a lot of my attributes and a lot of the way that I am is because of sports because it's taught me discipline, it's taught me time management, it's taught me teamwork and it's taught me a lot. And of course, uh, my parents has kind of... like It's a mixture of my parents and sports, but... But want, you, you, yeah. you know, you know, you're quite rare. I mean, I, from my generation, we we grew up with with parents that positively discouraged you from from, from sports. sports. Yeah, yeah. it was all academic, yes. and yeah, I mean, because I do have questions from parents 
So I, when I tell them I went to Bukajaya Sports School, so you just study sports? I'm, you know, it's a, it's a normal school. <laughs> like, I have an education. I mean, my dad has always been, it's always been 50-50. Yeah. My dad has always, you need an education yeah, and you absolutely. need sports. Absolutely. Because, yes, sports has given me a lifetime of happiness, but... In the end, I could get injured or something could yeah, happen. Yeah, it could end it, tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you need to have a sensible head. It's okay. I'll give you a job in radio. Um, you okay, you yeah, might be I, sorted, I'm, I think. You might be I'm all right. Yeah. All right, I'll give you a call. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, uh, Farah uh, and Foundation, mm. maybe in, in, in the future. Yeah. Um, how, how would you... Uh, Change your sport I mean is there anything Is it perfect The way it is now Gymnastics I think The way it's run in Malaysia For example I think there are A lot of Things that Not to be changed But I think any Anywhere and Anything can be done better Like there are a lot of things That can build on Because right now There's a lot more Sports science coming into Like gymnastics There's a lot more of uh, technical is, ways Is it a sport that embraces sport science? Yes, it does Especially with gym Because it's such a technical sport That a lot of uh, sport science now is coming in uh, Technical-wise And I think um, It's just I think not a lot of people understand Gymnastics in Malaysia It's growing Especially the rhythmic side has a lot of girls But artistic So the sport that I do is artistic There are a lot more girls But I think Parents still don't see the benefits of sports or like their children do sport are uh, doing sports for for a career because I've so had kids. You, you'd that, like to see more awareness yeah. for starters. Because for example, fifteen they stop because of BMR. Seventeen yeah. they stop because of SBM or like, oh they're going to university and in the US it's great because you there are college gymnastics yeah. so they, they still continue. But I would love for parents to see sports as not only a venue where all you do as kids and it's just that but as something that they can make a career well of. like what MSN is where, where, yeah. you, where you're based yeah. don't we just need more of those around the country I think there are so for example now I think there are about more um, almost every state has a gym but I think it's the gym is there there are coaches but there are not a lot of gymnasts coming in who want to do it uh, for a, but for the long run because I think it's still awareness. So it's not like football where you have mm. maybe what, 10,000 kids who are doing. Maybe mm. You have maybe 100, 200 maybe that are doing gym. And I want more parents to see how, even if they don't become professional gymnasts, mm-hmm. to see how beneficial gymnastics is for a young kid. Because it teaches them flexibility, strength, teamwork. And actually, it's just a fun place where they can jump around. I, I, when, when you say kids, I mean, you obviously mean girls and boys. Yes, yes, of course, girls and boys. Of course, because gymnastics... A lot of people think gym, gymnastics is a girls, but it's not. It's it's both sports. And I really want kids of all ages, of all genders, to be happy. And to be able to express themselves at a gym and to actually love working out and like having fun and playing with their friends and knowing that it's a safe space where parents can send their kids. Do you know how much longer you want to do this for? I do. Um, really? Yes, I don't, do. Don't tell Karun, she's not listening. Oh no, she knows. Like, yeah, I do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she knows. Um, I do want... My end goal is to qualify for the Olympics. So I'll be trying for the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. You'll be what? 26. 20, 20, okay. 26. Prime then. Yeah, so I'll be 26 at that time. Um, and we'll see after because that's my end goal. So if I qualify, it's most probably be my last competition. But you never know. I mean, I me at that time be twenty six. I'm like, what? I'm twenty six. I'm so young. Because there are girls, mm-hmm. uh, men of course, because men are older. But there are girls who are thirty still competing. Oksana Jusibitina 
is 43 this year, has a son and is still competing at top level. Wow. But she's one in about 7 billion. Yeah. But there are girls 30, 31, so still competing. So well, I you could just, today. from Tokyo, maybe just start your around the world trek from there. Yeah. Win the goal and then just go, all right, that's it, I'm done, <laughs> see you later, bye. Yeah, I know. I mean, that, I was especially, that's been on my mind too. To go to Tokyo, compete and stay the whole... Because usually when we go for competitions, right after you're done, you get a date and you go home. Oh. But for the... If, when I call it... Which you will. Well you will. said, woman. I, I do want to stay the whole trip because I do want to enjoy the games. And then after that, we'll see. I may still be competing, I may not. But I, I do want to kind of maybe settle down and like... I do want to have kids. And I may want to adopt. I've been thinking of adopting. Yeah. Good, good. I mean... <laughs> Is this one of your better clients here that, that you've worked with? See, all of them are. Oh. <laughs> yes, of course. You're just so nice to each other. No, because there are... I mean, uh, she, Kubrina, works uh, with a lot of other athletes, major athletes, and I know all the athletes she works with, and they're all really lovely people. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all one big happy family. They Listen, are, no, the athletes are also down to earth, so it's so much more easier working with them, actually. It's it's so great having you both here. Um, Farah, we, we wish you all the best in, uh, in everything you so want to do much. in the future. Thank you. Can you dedicate the next gold medal to, to, to me, maybe? like Have a BFM I'll, t-shirt I'll, or something I'll, hanging. I'll dedicate my next gold medal to all Malaysians. So that includes you. Again, <laughs> <laughs> okay, just such a sensible answer. And thank you for coming thank in. Thank you so much for having me. Um, thank you guys uh, for listening. That's it. We're out of here. More Grandstand. Uh, just stay tuned to BFM 89.9. Tune in next week for more Grandstand on BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.